What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Game Time Sports. And as usual, I am your host, Travis Fraser, with my co-host, Lance Dyer. What is going on, everybody? How you doing today, Lance? I'm doing good, man. It's week two. Sunday games are right there. I can smell them, man. Coming tomorrow. I can't wait. This episode's a Saturday episode. Um, can't wait to watch uh, the games unfold. But we'll go into our deeper dive of um, the matchups. Yep. Thursday night game was great. Although I got out to his, his good start because they got the play action working. And Chubb. Chubb could have had more, but it's okay. Still had over 100 yards. And Kareem Hunt did as well. I was excited for this Thursday night game. The next Thursday night game ain't going to be as pretty. It's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Miami Dolphins. Oof. Ooh, yes. Get that out of the way <laughs> as fast as possible. Week three, man. I know. Isn't it scary? Ready on to week two Sunday and then next Thursday. Wow. Wow. I don't know. We'll see how that game goes. Well, let's talk about week two first, man. Yeah. um, So there's a bunch of injury news. Pretty sure everybody's heard of um, all the injuries that happen. Michael Thomas said he's feeling great, but why would you play him? You know, so that's one of our injury news for the day. Do not play him if he's... Gonna play just because he's not gonna do anything. Would you play Michael Thomas? I know you have him in uh, one of your leagues. When you're like me and you have Manuel Sanders, Manuel Sanders. No, I will not be playing Michael Thomas. <laughs> Michael Thomas will not be played for this uh, high ankle sprain. Takes about one to two weeks to um, from the heal up. If he sits, we're gonna get the one to two weeks. If he kind of plays, this might linger for the whole season. So. He, rest is key for these type of injuries. Let's hope that they don't play him. The smart people in our organization should know not to play him. It doesn't matter if he feels fantastic. It's still a high ankle sprain. You let him sit and let him heal up. You want your best player at 100% because when it comes down to down the road, you're, you're going to need him to be f- fully healthy. Yep. Same with um, George Kittle. He is also out. He's officially out this week. And why wouldn't you keep your best player out, right? Like, come on, it's it's George Kittle here. That knee injury kind of looked looked pretty bad, but even if he says he's playing, I don't know why they put him back out there in the first place. Just don't play him, man. Like, that happens know. every t- that happens that happened like last, uh, last yeah, year. did it did. He, he got hurt. Uh, same thing that was a knee. They put him out there, but he scored a touchdown that time, and they won the game. So. But he and seems to play through it, and like it just doesn't bother him as much. I don't know; it's weird. He's but not. He's not. He's not like the regular humans, man. George Kittle's a different beast, man. His ligaments are. are just he's, he's playing right now with a, a torn labrum. He's still he's yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. playing like that his whole career. Like, yeah, isn't that never, weird? He's never going to fix that. Is that why he wears that gray thing on his shoulder? Yeah, he, yeah, he wears it because. Um, it's torn. He doesn't want to, because if he gets repair surgeries, and I'd be out for a while. So I think he wants to just play with it. Well, he's going to play with it. He even had it in college too. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 a beast, man. Kenny Galladay, he's out again. This is a little worrying for fantasy owners because it didn't seem like he was injured in, like before the season started and all of a sudden you know these injuries are creeping up and he's still out for week 2 so I'd be a little bit concerned here um he'll be healthy enough eventually hopefully I don't know what are your takes on Kenny Galladay It sucks when you draft these type of guys early and the injury is there and because this is it wasn't um there was no preseason they actually never had to report the injuries. That's why a lot of these injuries were finding out later, closer to the season, because in the beginning they didn't need to tell you the guy was injured. They could have the guy could have been injured the whole the whole time in camp and never need to report it because they in camp you don't need to do official in, injury report. Um, so we don't know how long Kenny Galladay would had this hamstring for, but it does suck if you knew that from earlier on in draft season. This would have definitely helped ADP, and you would have definitely not drafted him this early 
where you need to lean on a guy like Kenny G. All you got to hope is that he can get healthy as soon as possible and be there to help your fantasy team. For now, you're just going to have to adjust and find ways to get victories and use the waiver as your best friend. Yep, sucks, man. But that's it happens, especially this year. Um, Philip Lindsay, his toe is hurting. He has turf toe. He is officially out. Um, as expected, what can you do? Happen mid game, and yeah, he'll probably play in like the next week or two. I think if you drafted Philip Lindsay, it's not like you're losing a lot of draft capital, right? So, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about that personally. Me either. I would just wait till he heals up and then he'll be back in the running back committee with Melvin Gordon. Um, on to the Tampa Bay Bucks, Mike Evans hamstring is a full participant and it doesn't seem like it's hampering him anymore. So he's officially good to go. And his teammate, Chris Godwin, is doubtful with a concussion. I don't know why he went back in the game either. I don't know what's going on this year. Everybody just seems to be like missing. Put me calls. back in, coach. Yeah, like everyone's gonna go put Put me back in, coach. I'm good. <laughs> three guys. Bell, Godwin, and Kittle are all injured, but they go back in the game anyways, which is just weird. I don't know what's going on here. Officiating is bad. Can't even get uh, see a jersey being pulled. Like I don't know what's going on this year, man. What do you think? Uh, it's the beginning of the year, man. Different type of year. No preseason. Refs didn't get to warm up. Uh, <laughs> clearly, the refs need preseason too. They need to warm up their eyes, man, to see a lot of these calls. But yeah, man, just this is this is this feels like these first couple of games have been preseason. It does, um, but it's been showing a lot. Like some teams that are just been good had continuity. They're starting off right. Teams that are new needed that preseason. Just something we have to get through. I eventually down the few more weeks down the road. This would feel like a regular season, hopefully, if no COVID ruins it. But, um, yeah, that's my take on it. Um, So, A.J. Brown from the Titans, oh, he man, is out with a bone bruise. This hurts, man. Yeah, man. Ooh. He was a high draft. <laughs> yes, he was. A draft pick, like fourth round-ish around there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and plus, he didn't really do anything for you the first game. So now you're like, oh, gosh. So I missed basically two games. You're getting nothing out of him. This might be four or five games. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, it's worries. It's worrying. Usually, the bone bruise, you don't, you're not out for that long. But he might miss next week. You never know. Who knows what's going on. He might have another injury. Like, this year's just a mess already, man. Um, James Conner is not on the injury report and he is playing he's good to go so that's nice to see um i'd start him there's no point to keep him on the bench he says he's good yeah i'm still are you starting him uh no i'm not <laughs> starting him yeah, okay so let me just let me just if he is your rb2 you on your team and i hope i hope he's not but if he is, you do have to start him. If he is your flex and you have a better flex option, I will not start him because now I need to see this Benny Snell and James Conner role because now it went from James Conner being the lead horse. He's going to run this backfield to now we're going to see Benny Snell's. And now I need to see what's the workload. I need to see how this is going to work because I don't want to put James Conner in and he's not getting as enough as much touches as Benny Snell or it's split and who's getting the goal line. See, there's a lot of questions that I'm like need that need to be answered. So I definitely would rather not play the game and get and then play a guy and it doesn't work out. I'd rather just play it safe, sit him out, see what the reps look like, see if he's really fully healthy, and see if they're gonna if it's gonna be a bigger split for James Conner. If so, then I fire him up next week. Um, in bigger news, Miles Sanders is a hundred percent, and he's good to go. I know everybody <laughs> in the yes. fantasy community smiling from ear to ear. Oh man, Finally. Miles Sanders, welcome, welcome, Miles Sanders. We've been waiting for you. Um, 
I'm excited. I'm firing him up. There's no questions about it. I am firing my guy up, Miles Sanders. I am happy that he's back. Um, hope he's fully. He, I hope the hamstring doesn't cause us problems this year. Hamstring is one of those injuries that I, when I hear hamstring, man, I I hate that industry out of any industry injury because it can just pop up back. All it takes is one big run and they re aggravate it and we're back to square one. Um, yeah. You starting on Miles Sanders this week? Oh, yeah. If I had him, I'm definitely starting him. Why not? <laughs> I know the old line's bad, but you have to. He's he's probably your number one pick, right? So, Devontae Parker questionable for week two versus the Bills. Mm. I mean, you could definitely pivot from him because he didn't cost you much either. Corton Sutton expected to be a game time decision. He should be playing, I guess. Uh, his shoulder must be really bad then if he's not playing. It's great. It's a one o'clock game, so um, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's not like Monday. If it's yeah, guys Monday, like Monday, oh. is of the one where you can't play the game. Like Michael Thomas, you cannot play that game. You can't say, "Okay, I'm going to wait till Monday to play Michael Thomas." That's not going to work for you. This is you don't want to put yourself in that type of situation. You want to be able to be able to make flexible moves. Uh, speaking of flexible moves. If you are playing a guy on Monday that is questionable and you have to, make sure you play him in your flex spot, not in just your wide – like Michael Thomas, don't play him in the wide receiver. Play him in the flex spot. So if anything else happens, you can move him out and get someone else in and be flexible. Exactly what the flex means, right? Yep. Um, Amari Cooper expected to play. I expect him to play also. James Crowder, hamstring, he's ruled out. And I feel sorry for the New York Jets this coming Sunday because – it's not looking good. <laughs> it's not. Um, he was our best player, and he's down, and it's like, oh, gosh, now you have to see them just uh, – it's just going to be horrible. I feel bad for Sam Donald, man. I, I say that every year, but geez. Um, it's Adam Gates, man. That's it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, on Thursday night, um, tight end CJ Uzoma tore his Achilles. I think everyone's seen that. Um, yeah, you, Cincinnati Bengals. If you've seen the video, it didn't look good. Like nope. when you seen Uzama go down, and you see you see the calf like rupture. You see the Achilles rupture. You, it was ugh. I felt bad. He was he was having a decent game. Um, you know, Joe Burrow was targeting him. Just sad to see him go down for the season. Hope yep. he gets uh, well soon. All right, that's it for our injury news for the week. Now we will move on to the start and sits. So for my start, I'm definitely going to start Big Ben for this week. Um, he came off a good game. He looked fine. And he's facing the Broncos defense. And I'm pretty sure Big Ben will be, be able to tear them up a bit. Who is your start of the week for QB? My start of the week for QB... I'm going to give him the bounce back. I believe in it. I'm going with Phillip Rivers this week. Um, he's he's available in your waiver wire. He's only about 17% in ESPN. Um, I think Phillip Rivers, this is a defense that we've seen really struggle last week. I know you're going to say, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers. But no, the defense really did. It does not look the same. You could tell. Uh, it's the same thing last year. Their, their secondary wasn't great. And this year, it's the same thing. The secondary isn't great. Um, Aaron Rodgers was able to light him up. Aaron Rodgers was a QB one on the week, one overall on the week. I believe Phillip Rivers will bounce back and have a good game. I'm not saying he's a lock because there is possibility for Phillip Rivers to do Phillip Rivers <laughs> things that he's been doing for the past couple. See, like last season in the first game where, you know, he is looking a little bit older. But I do believe that Phillip Rivers in this game can hopefully get something going. But I would start him up and against a team like the Vikings that are struggling, I'll definitely start him up. Um, yeah, my wide receiver start of the week is Emmanuel Sanders. We all know Michael Thomas is injured. And I'm pretty sure this guy's your start of the week, too, because he's probably everyone's start of the week, right? How can you go wrong? Um, make sure you start Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to get a lot of touches. Who's your wide receiver start of the week? It would be Brandon Ayuk. 
Mm. Rookie, San Francisco 49ers. Um, he's playing the Jets. <laughs> Jets defense isn't that great. Um, the Jets are missing a lot of pieces. The 49ers are missing a lot of pieces as well on offense. They're losing their star tight end, star receiver, um, the corner. Like, there's a lot of pieces on 49ers that are missing. Someone has to catch this ball. Someone has to catch it. This is the time where Randy Ayuk can come out, and this is a great time to show what he can do because he's by himself in this on this offense. Don, yeah, there's Dante Pettis, there's Mom Jordan Reed, there's Mohamed Sanu, but there's no one like Brandon Ayuk that's capable of being able to rip off a big play. He is fast. He's great in open space. Um, if you watch his college tape, his catch radius is ridiculous. His arms are freak of nature. He is he has a seven six wingspan. He's five eleven. It's unheard of. Um, so I I think this is the t- I understand he's a rookie and I hate going with the rookies because rookies do take time to get acclimated to the NFL. But this is a time where they need him more than ever. So I'm gonna go with Brandon Ike for yeah. today. Well, for this week, I think he could be a wide receiver one. He has all the tools and he's he's a great talent. My start of the week for running back is going to be Malcolm Brown against Philly. He showed a lot last week. Looked like Gurley out there. I know Philly's really good against the run, but McVay's a really good coach, and he draws up great plays. So you can't go wrong with Malcolm Brown. Cam Akers isn't there yet as a rookie, so they don't trust him enough. So I would start Malcolm Brown this week if you have him. Don't be shy. Who is your RB start of the week? My RB start of the week will be Joshua Kelly, um, mm. Chargers running back, playing the Kansas City Chiefs. We know, I'm going to say this every time, Kansas City Chiefs defense, the running game, the run stopping isn't the greatest. Um, ranked 28th last year. We've seen what uh, David Johnson was able to do. He was able to run the ball and score. I expect the same thing from Joshua Kelly. I do believe there's, of course, there's Austin Eckler. He's the main guy. But I think a big bruiser like Joshua Kelly will get more touches this game because they're going to be able to run the ball more. They're going to need to run the ball more. Clearly, the pass game of the Chargers is not as great. You can tell Tyrod Taylor, not that great. So they're going to they're gonna lean on what is the weakness of the Chiefs is running the ball and slowing down the clock. If they, want, if they even want to have a chance to win the game, they have to do this. So I believe Joshua Kelly will get I, I'm believing he's going to get over 10 fantasy points this week. I think he's going to get a touchdown like he did last week. And that's my start of the week. All right. My start of the week for tight end is TJ Hawkinson. Galladay's out again. And TJ caught all five passes for it and a touchdown. We know last year he did the greatest disappearing act ever. Like Sammy Watkins had a great week one and then disappeared for the rest of the season. But this year, I believe he will bounce back and be the tight end star he was drafted to be. So I will start up TJ Hawkinson because the Lions are really weak at receiver right now. They have... um. Marvin Jones, Amendola, the son of the rookie Quintus, Quentin Reefus or something. Like that. What's his name? Quentin Seafus or something like that. But um, I think that's his name. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, start TJ Hawkinson. He should get you another a few. They should just feed him out of ball. I don't know why they weren't. But start this TJ Hawkinson. Very, huh? This sounds very personal. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like someone that has TJ Hawkinson <laughs> and, and really wants uh, Matt Stafford to hear this podcast and uh, throw him the ball a lot. Please, Matt <laughs> Stafford. Sounds- if you're listening, <laughs> I want sounds 12 very- targets for TJ. <laughs> it sounds very personal. <laughs> Who's your uh, tight end start of the week? I hate to say this. I hate this team. No, I don't hate this team, but I, I really don't like their offense. But it- there's no way. They have no one else. I'm talking about Chris Herndon for oh, the New my. York Jets. You have to start him. It's not going to be pretty. But who else are they throwing to? James Crowder's out. Everyone's out. Men's, Denzel Mims out. Like I can. Who's who's playing? Who is playing? Someone has to catch this ball. 
No, there's no Le'Veon Bell. We can go down the list. There is no one playing. Chris Herndon has to get the ball. 49ers defense is really good, but you know what the weak part of their defense is? Is tight end. Tight end is the weakest part of the defense. For example, last season when they played the Saints, you know who was eating them, chewing them up? It was Jared Cook. The 49ers, when it comes to tight ends, they're not the greatest. Um, there's a lot of games you can look at where the 49ers don't play the tight end as well. That's that's just the weakness of the defense. They're great everywhere else, but tight ends are weakness. And Chris Herndon is literally the only person capable to catch his football from what I can see. So set up Chris Herndon. He should be able to give you fantasy points. The target should be there. Start him up. All right. I don't have a lot of sits for this week, but my main sit that you need to know is Gordon, Melvin Gordon against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do not start him under any circumstance. Well, I mean, you might might have to. You're going to have to. But we've seen what happened to Saquon the, last week. The, the Saints run defense. I'm sorry. The Steelers run defense is not a joke, man. It is especially if you don't have an O line with a rookie quarterback, it's not going to be pretty, man. So, I mean, if you have to, yeah, you're going to start him. But if you can, if you can pivot, I would. But hey, sometimes you have to play those guys that you don't want to. Do you have any sits for this week? I do. People are going to hate me, but I'm, I have to be real with the fo- people. This is why you need the QB stream. This might be one of the weeks where I I will recommend it. Everyone thinks they're going to win the game. I don't. I think it's going to be a rough game. You might have to play him, but I wouldn't want to play him. Deshaun Watson, the quarterback of Houston Texans. Mm. I would rather – he's playing the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be a really tough matchup. Baltimore's front is really good. He's going to have a tough time. I can understand why people will play him. Um, you're going to have to hope for garbage points from him. But if there's a better option, go for the option. He is, he is drafted as a week-to-week starter. But this is one of those weeks where if you can, I would recommend to kind of steer away because it's not going to be pretty. I can promise you it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be rough. Um, so there's people out there that think they're going to win this game, that this is what the Houston Texan does. They find, they will lose one week, and then next week they'll find a way to win. But that's what DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. one of the greatest wide receivers in the NFL, he's not there anymore. Who, like, I just don't see it happening. The Ravens are really good. Defense is really good. I just don't see them able to get over the hump, and I just don't see a lot of fantasy points coming from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would sit Brandon Cooks. I would sit, um, what's his name? Uh, DJ, no, the running back. Why is his name slipping my mind? David Johnson? David Johnson. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. I would sit David Johnson also, but you're not going to sit him, obviously. I'd sit Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks because it's yeah, that O-line is not good at all. And like you said, it, it's you don't never going to sit. You're never going to want to sit uh, Deshaun Watson, but you, you're going to have to. That's going to be yeah. a bad matchup, man. Um. Yeah, that's it for the starts and sits of the week. Now we will get into the Sunday night matchups. The first game of the week on the Sunday will be Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The over and under is 48 points. We're obviously starting Christian McCaffrey. You're obviously Always. starting. You're going to start Teddy Bridgewater if you need to. Um. Mike Evans, of course. No Chris Godwin. Scotty Miller might be all right, too. You never know. He might catch some passes. He's a Brady. I'll start Scotty Miller. He's a Brady-friendly receiver. What about O.J. Howard? Would you start O.J. Howard? Um, fly there. If I'm struggling at tight end, and I would start O.J. Howard, not saying with confidence, but I'll take a shot. Um, Tom Brady does like passing the tight end. He did pass. He did target him six times, four reception, thirty-six yards of touchdown. That like, um, like most tight ends is a lot of tight ends. To be honest, is it's really touchdowns, right? That's that's what separates a tight end, um, a back end tight end to a tight end one for the week. It's really 
touchdowns. Who got the touchdowns? Who didn't? Um, I believe on this week where they're playing a team like the Panthers, they should be able to put up some points. So I can see one of the one of these uh, touchdowns going to uh, OJ Howard. It is a eight and a half spread for Tampa Bay. Forty eight currently over and under. So a, a healthy amount of points coming out of this game. So yeah, I do see uh, OJ Howard touchdown. All right, the next game for the one o'clock part of the day is Jacksonville Jaguars versus Tennessee Titans. I'm starting all your I'm starting DJ Chark, Gardner Menchu for sure. And yeah, Derrick Henry, we all know, man. He should get a good. We know what Derrick Henry does against <laughs> yeah. the Jaguars. All right. We know what he does. He might be the white the running back one this this week for sure. Something is in every time he faces <laughs> Jacksonville, he is a different human being at that point. He just all his massive runs, his just big, like massive people. games. It's always against the Jaguars. I don't know what he has against them. It's something really personal. Because when he faces them, he really wants to destroy them. And he, he definitely destroys them. And I don't think that's going to change this week. Nope. Oh, start. But Corey if it Davis doesn't, too. if it doesn't, I'll be personally happy. I'm facing Derrick oh. Henry this week. So if you want to have a bad week against the Jaguars... I would welcome it, but reality knows. I know already that this is a guy that's going to have a big week. If you're really hurting, you could start Jonu Smith and Corey Davis because um, AJ Brown's injured. I know there's not a lot of passing volume to go around, but you never know. If you're really hurting, just slot him in there. It doesn't hurt, right? I'll take a shot on Corey Davis if I really don't have anyone. Yeah. If like there's a lot of injuries, right? There's a lot of injuries this been past couple of weeks. So it's the great thing, like I've been preaching, what we we've been preaching, honestly, even when we did our mock, is depth is key this year. Depth is key. Like that's gonna that's gonna make you win a championship compared to someone else. Clear it's been shown from the get go. Depth is key. I'm gonna live by that for the rest of the year. Depth is key. Next game, we got the New York Giants against the Chicago Bears. Um, hmm. You know, I think Daniel Jones can pull off some stuff against the Bears. The Bears just don't seem as potent as they were like two years ago, you know? I I would start every, yeah. every, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, and um, Slayton. I just don't see the Bears shutting down the Giants and Saquon Barkley as much as they did as much as um Pittsburgh did to the Giants. So do you see a bounce back from Saquon? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I personally do. Cause it, their pass rush is not the same. They just don't look like they have juice. You know, I don't know what it is about that defense anymore. Like the secondary is not as good. The pass rush. I, I'm, I'm seeing a bounce back. Are you uh, against Chicago? I do. I I can't see them holding down Saquon. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna do over and under with you for Saquon Barkley. Do you see Saquon getting over or under 17 fantasy points? Where are you going with that? That's a tough one. Wow, put me on the spot here. Um, hmm. I'll go over. I'll go over. I'm going over. What about you? Um, against Chicago. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have him 16.5, right there, but not there. Um, yeah, I'm going under. Yeah, the game is 42 and a half over and under, and they have Chicago winning by 5.5. 42 and a half over and under. It's not a lot. That's not a lot of fantasy points coming out of this game. Yeah. Um, Vegas is not projecting a lot of fantasy points coming out of this game. I get um, it. I get it. <laughs> it's one of those games. We, we see how Chicago is. Chicago does not like to score points for some reason. <laughs> they're, just, they're just afraid. They just that's not that's something they don't do. They do not score touchdowns. That's just been known fact. We we see it past three years. These guys just don't score. Um yeah. so when you play a team like Chicago, um fantasy points are really not there. No, it's not gonna be a fun game to watch, not no. at all. But this next game we're talking about here, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Dallas Cowboys. 
you start everybody basically okay i'll tell you that right now from atlanta falcons you're starting Gurley. you're starting Mike ryan you're starting julio calvin ridley russell gage you're starting everybody hayden hurst even um another dallas cowboy side you're starting cooper you're starting dak prescott Ezekiel Elliott, of course. Of course. Everybody, this game should be a good one. They got Are you the saying over- tight end? Uh Dallas's. They I don't know who's their tight end now. Uh I think it's Dalton Schultz. Schultz, yeah. Schultz, yeah. Uh I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't. Uh I'd not I'd pass on Dalton Schultz. If it was um Blake Jarwin, yeah. But the over and under is fifty four. This should be a high scoring game. This, no- is, this is this is what they th- Vegas knows and we know. This is a high-scoring game. Um, we're looking at two high-volume offense. It's going to be fun. This is the game we're going to love to watch. Um, Atlanta Falcons, we know they love to pass the football. I expect great fantasy numbers from Julio and Calvin Ridley. Um, who thinks they have more fantasy points this week, Julio or Calvin Ridley? Man, that's another tough one. It's like you never know, right? Like, ah. I'm just going to go Ridley because he's on my team. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Ridley or Amari Cooper? Ridley for sure. Who would you go for? Ridley or Amari Cooper for more points? Uh, Ridley. And what about Julio and Ridley? The thing, the problem is um, I'll go with Julio because mm-hmm. um, Julio is always guaranteed around – over a hundred, yeah. over a hundred yards, and you he'll get his five, six, seven receptions. Um, the thing with Calvin Ridley is he needs to score a touchdown. That's true. He has to score touchdowns. If he doesn't score touchdowns, his, his, he doesn't get as en- enough yards as as Julio. So if he, but someone has to score touchdowns, someone will score touchdowns. It's most likely thing Julio over. It's most likely Ridley over Calvin Julio. Ridley over Julio, and That's it's been proven. Point. For some reason, Julio Jones does not get to score touchdowns. It's like, no, you can catch all the yards. You can get us there, but you're not the one scoring. Do the dirty work. Yep, he does all the dirty work. And in the red zone, they don't believe in Julio, which makes no sense when he's the best wide receiver in the game. But yeah. I don't know. That's something that uh, Falcons do. Yep, start everybody. Um, got Dallas winning by four. Hmm. I'd probably go Falcons on this one. But that's just me. Who would you go for to win this game? Uh, where are we playing? It's in Dallas. Actually, doesn't matter. Why'd I ask? Yeah. There's, no, there's no fans. There's no uh, fans. They're both in a dome. It's not cold. So I'm gonna go with Dallas Cowboys, and they have a they have a bit better defense. Um, so I'll go with Dallas Cowboys. Next one o'clock game is Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. Um. This one might, it's projected to be a high scoring game. Over and under is 49 points. So it's a lot of points, actually. For Detroit to score that much points without Kenny Galladay, I just, I don't see it happening. But I guess they're relying on Aaron Rodgers to go nuts in this game. Yeah, this is more, um, yeah, because it's six and a half. So the Aaron, this game is going to be a good one. Yeah, um, you, you're gonna start up Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh yeah, I Jamal Adams. Um, this is no. What's his name? Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Aaron Jones. Uh, who do you think they have a bigger week, Lazard or MVS? This happens every year, man. I know. MVS a- always shows. MVS always shows up some week, gets you a little hype, yeah. and then he's gone again. And it's like uh, it hurts. I'd probably go Lazard over MVS. But this might be his year. You never know. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah. Um, um, do you think Adrian Peterson's going to have – do you think Adrian Peterson is going to have over 12 points or under 12 points in a PPR I'm gonna go, format? I'm going to go under. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go under. Um, he needs to score a touchdown to get to get the 12 points. I don't have him scoring a touchdown. It's just funny how, like, all these old guys are starting, right? Like, Frank Gore is, like, almost 40. The young guys can't stay healthy, man. You got to yeah. keep the, the – when the old vehicles are working, you got to keep <laughs> them going, man. 
the old schools are still going, man. Adrian Peterson last week had a little, Yo. you know, explosive runs. He looked good, man. Like, but that's Adrian Peterson. He's he's great in spurts. He's not your you can't bell cow him. He's he's great when he's warm, when he's like he has the energy. He does run out eventually, but hey. For his first couple of games, man, he'll, he he looks good. He always looks good, man. He's a big guy. He still he, he shows you little flashes of old school Adrian, but it's definitely not that not Adrian Peterson. But yeah, why not? I'd play him in my flex. <laughs> Me too. They got um Green Bay winning by six and a half, and I probably think that's that's the best way to go with that one. Yeah, no Kenny Galladay really hurts. Um, it does. You can tell, like the past game wasn't as great with no. With, and Marvin Marvin's not a number one, right? No, Marvin Jones isn't. He works great when he has another guy with him. Mm-hmm. Next matchup is the Minnesota Vikings going over to Indy, facing the Indianapolis Colts, and this one's high too, forty nine. Wow, man! Do you see these teams scoring like fifty points, basically? You know what? The like I said, Vikings defense ain't the same. Yeah, that's they got true. chewed up. Wide receivers are. It's like wide receiver we, heaven for them. Sorry, it's uh the corners are not great. Um, so I do see, and this is why I have Philip Rivers. This is why I say start Philip Rivers because I do believe he he's gonna have a bounce back game. He's gonna be able to get some touchdowns, get confidence going in this game. Um, you had it. You, you, <laughs> It's the emergence of my boy Jonathan Taylor this week. Oh yeah, he gets yeah. the start. All oh, been waiting for this. Me personally, definitely been waiting for this. Uh, I can't wait. They haven't projected fifteen fantasy points. Travis over under fifteen fantasy points for my boy Jonathan Taylor. What do you think? I'm going over for sure. Um, I hope he. I think we're gonna see Jonathan Taylor. I think we'll see the emergence of Jonathan Taylor today. Um. I mean, not today. Tomorrow, obviously, on the Sunday game. Naeem Hines should be great. Of course, he's going to be great. I don't think he's going to have a huge game like he did before, but he should. He's going to be. He's going to be flex worthy for sure. Philip Rivers like to dink and dump to his uh, his running backs. So that hasn't changed. He showed you. He, he has. He, that's a. That's not something. It's, it wasn't a Chargers thing. It's a Philip Rivers thing. That's what he loves to do. If it's not up. If it's not up top, he'll dink and dunk it to you. Uh, so. Nayeem Hines has some flexible is flex worthy. Prince Campbell, I want to see how I want to see if the week one was just uh, if it's I hope it's not a fluke. I hope he does target Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell more. Let's see if we can get something going with them and T Y Hilton. See if he can get break free and have a breakout game. He should. This is that type of team that you know we should see a good T Y game from because the secondary isn't as good. Yeah, they got the Colts winning by. Three, so I think the Colts will win this one too. Dalvin Cook should have a good game too. Adam Thielen should have a good game. On to the next one o'clock: Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. Oh man, Dolphins are gonna get tossed around. Played like they're just gonna be. Oh man, really, really, really low (laughs) scoring game. Buffalo's a six-point favorite. I'll take that. Forty-one. And a half over under. This is they're expecting. They're expecting Dolphins to score two touchdowns, basically. Out of this, because they have minus because of um, the minus six. So like they only have like fourteen points, thirteen mm-hmm. and a half points. They're expecting from Dolphins. Um, who would you? Who are you starting? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd start. Anyone from the Miami Dolphins, to be yeah, honest. I'm not starting anybody. I, I just would stay away. There's no Devontae Parker. I just wouldn't That's stay like the only like, guy you're starting, really, from the Dolphins. Yeah, to Preston Williams hasn't shown us anything yet without Devontae Parker. This, we can probably try to see if he can do anything. But Bill's defense is really good. Secondary is really good. They're a really good defense. So, no, I'm not starting. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't take a shot with anyone on Miami side. Yeah, I'll start all your guy, your wide receivers, your running back, and the quarterback from the Bills. This should give you fantasy points. It might not be like the craziest game because it's going to be a blowout. So, Josh, five, Josh Allen, top five. 
wide receiver this uh, one. Sorry, why Josh Allen top five quarterback this week? Do you do you have that in the in the books? I don't think so. I think that's just going to be a defensive game. So he doesn't have to throw the ball or do any do much, right? Because there's just nothing. There's no threat from the Miami Dolphins to warrant that onslaught from Josh Allen. Yes, that's true. The next 1 o'clock game, we don't have to spend much time on this one. The 49ers versus the New York Jets. The over and under is 41 and a half. They have San Fran. Very low scoring game. And it's going to be low scoring. They have San Fran winning by 7. It's going to be a running game. Like They're just going to get the run going. And hopefully Brendan and Ayuk can come out and show us what he got. This is the best time, man. This is yeah. this is the game where he gets to show who he is because there's no one else to take away targets from him. Um, yeah. there's really there's, there's really no one to take away targets from him. Dante Pettis, we seen last week, didn't do anything. Um, it was George Kittle. You, a lot of the receivers on the 49ers, it's just hard to trust them. I wouldn't start any of them. But I'll take a shot with Brandon Ayuk. I do believe he's startable this week. Um, and like we said, Chris Herndon. That's it, really. Um, for the the, what, the second you, last... Uh, quick question. Would you start Frank Gore? <laughs> no, 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 no. No Frank Gore? No one from the Jets. Not, the I ageless start. one? All right. So I'll do this. The next one o'clock game, LA Rams versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Miles Sanders, obviously, you're going to start. Obviously, Miles Sanders is back. Welcome back. I'm so happy. 46 over and under. They got the Philly winning by one. One's a very close game. Yeah. They know what they're talking about. It's going to be a close game. Um, Start Malcolm Brown. Start Cooper Cup. Tyler Higby. Start all your, your main guys. Robert Stein. Woods got yeah. extended. Got an extension four years from the Rams. I don't even would know how start, he's going to have money. Would you start Jared Goff? No, I wouldn't start Jared Goff. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't start Jared Goff. Um, would you start Carson Billy's, Wentz? Yes, I'm starting Carson Wentz. Against Aaron Donald with a depleted O-line? Still starting Carson Wentz. He's still mm-hmm. he's good. He's great. He's a great uh, quarterback. He has Miles Sanders back. That, that, that'll help him a lot because he he'll be able to check down the back uh, out of the back. Um, so, no, I would, I would actually I'll take a shot with my uh, my guy. Carson Wentz. All right. For the last 1 o'clock game, we got the Denver Broncos playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going to be an ugly game. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. The over and under is only 40 and a half. And they got Steelers winning by seven. I'm starting. Yeah. I'm starting Juju for sure. Of course. Deontay Johnson, I, if you're hurting, I I'll would. take a shot. Yep. And that's about it, really, from Philly's side. I don't think I would start James Conner or Benny Snell just because you don't know what's going to happen with either of them. It's like a waiting game, really. And, yeah, Pittsburgh's winning that game. So, I mean, it's going to be defensive are we, are we starting? Would you start Noah Fent? I think I would. I yeah, like why not? Fent. Yeah, why not? I'm not saying it's going to be pretty, but I would start Noah Fent. He, he has the ability to rip off big runs. That's, I love tight ends that can get yak yards after the catch. Um, so yes, I would start no offense, even though it's not great. Um, you starting Cortland Sutton if he's ready to go? Are you starting him? Yeah, I would. Why not? Because you kind of need true. him. You do kind of need him. I'd right. probably wait. I'd probably wait. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> this yeah, this Steelers gonna... defense is uh, <laughs> is, is scary, man. Like it's a really good D. I'd let it. I'd probably hold and move on to the next week before we play. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. Um. Denver, no. So the next, so the start of the four o'clock games, Washington against Washington football team against Arizona Cardinals. Um, over and under is 46 and a half, and they got Cardinals winning by seven. There's not much you can start from Washington football team side except Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Peyton Barber, would you start him? No. Would you start Dan, uh, Antonio Gibson? No. <laughs> Would you? I'd probably, I'd probably start Antonio Gibson. I'll take a shot. Um, Arizona Cardinals defense ain't that; it's not that great. So let me let me take a shot with uh, Daniel Daniel Gibson. Peyton Barber. He had uh, seventeen carries 
29 yards, average 1.71 a carry, two touchdowns. This is such a pain Barber stat line. Even when he was in Tampa Bay, this he would get the carries but do nothing with them. Um, so I won't be starting Payne Barber because if you're starting him, you you need touchdowns from this guy mm-hmm. for him to be valuable. But I'm taking a shot with my boy Antonio Gibson. Um, and bench DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, right. <laughs> you fire him up. He's in a. He should have a great game. Fire him and Drake and Kyler Murray. And we talked about this one: Baltimore Ravens against Houston Texans. Don't start anyone from the Texans, but you will most likely have to. Would you start on the Baltimore side? Would you start J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, I'm starting him. (laughs) Mark Ingram. No. Would you start Mark Ingram? Uh, You would have to. Kind of. Depending where you drafted him. Depends on your situation. I'll say that. Marquise Brown? Um, I'm firing up Marquise Brown. Yep, Andrews, of Fine. course, he's the team Mark, right there. Mark Andrews, he's gonna get his. Get his. Lamar Jackson, there's no way you ever bench him. He's just, uh, he's great. Um, J.K. Dobbins, he's uh, I really want to see how much carry. If they're, if they're splitting even, he should be able to. If he still gets the goal line work, he's gonna be more valuable than Mark Ingram. Yeah, this week. for sure. The last of the four o'clock game is. Kansas City Chiefs versus the LA Chargers. I'm starting everyone on the Chiefs except like Miko Hardman. I'm starting the main guys. Clyde, Pat Mahomes, obviously. Over and under is 47. Are we starting Sammy Watkins? I have a question. No, 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 you no, starting? no, no. No Sammy Watkins this week? No, no. He's going to do a disappearing act. He's, you've, yeah. He's that type of guy, man, that puts up that week one numbers and go, and you put him on the bench and then you go, oh, why did I sit him? And then the next week you play him, it's like, why did I start him? <laughs> so, yeah, I would I would hold Sammy Watkins for a few more weeks and wait to see if we're going to get consistent target out of him. If not, you know, if he does show up, I still give him another week. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm starting on Chargers' side. It's like you still have to start Keenan Allen. I'm starting Austin Eckler. You have to start him. And Mike Williams. Mike Williams, yeah. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and the Chargers need to keep up. So, But can they – Keep up. No. They're just going to try. They, they're going to try. Because we've seen last week how bad they were against Cincinnati Bengals, which is not a great team. Yeah, they were on horrible. Defense. Like, like uh, oh we've God. seen it was a rough time. It's going to be rough. Rough year for the Chargers once again. Um. So the, the Sunday Nighters, New England Patriots versus the Seahawks. This should be a good one. You're starting Russell. You're starting DK. Yes, sir. Lockett, Chris Carson, and on the Patriots side, Cam Newton. You're starting. Are you starting Nikhil Harry? No. <laughs> I guess Edelman. You kind of have to. Edelman, I'll take a shot. I like Edelman. I'll take a shot with him. He gets the targets. I'm not saying zero. Zero. Patriot running backs. Yeah, zero. Never. None. Never. None. Yeah, the over under is forty five. Yeah, it's, I don't even know if it'll go that high, man. It's gonna be a. It's just one of those. I don't know. <laughs> My question is: Will they let Russ cook? Is Russ gonna go in the kitchen this week and cook? Will um, Pete Keller, P- Pete Carroll, let Russ cook against Bill Belichick? Yeah, he should. I want to see that. On on prime time, are we gonna let Russ cook on prime time? Because uh, you know that's dinner time. I'm, a lot of people are gonna be hungry, and if Russ is gonna cook up something special, that's a great time to show us. Or is he gonna leave him on the line so he doesn't he doesn't cook and make him run the ball? That's gonna be something to look out for. Right? That's what I'm gonna be watching for. Will he let him cook or not? Um, on to the Monday nighter. Got the Saints versus the Raiders. Um. I'm starting. Who's Rugs? I'm starting. Rugs is hurt. Oh, he's hurt. Oh man, Rugs is. We don't know if he's. He was hurt. Hopefully, he plays. But if he does play, you will start Rugs. If he doesn't um, play, you don't start anybody on Raiders wide receiver backfield. Uh, yeah, I'm starting Jake Jacobs and Waller. 
Yep. Um, on the Saints side, definitely Kamara, Breeze, and Jerry Cook. I'm starting to take a it, shot with Manny Sanders for sure. It's supposed to be a high scoring game, 49 and a half. I don't know if it's going to be that high. Got the Saints winning by five and a half. Yeah, it should be an all right game. We'll see what Derek Carr can do. Saints defense looks really good. So, yeah, they shut down Mike Evans. Mm hmm. And they should, yeah, this should be a good game. <clears throat> I like uh, Emmanuel Sanders this week. I'm not saying he's Michael Thomas, and I'm not saying he's giving Michael Thomas numbers, but um, he should get the receptions. He should be able to get a touchdown. Um, if you, a lot of people want to take a shot, and you need to take a shot with Traycon Swift. Smith, it's Monday night. You never know what can happen. He, I've seen him get points, I've seen him score touchdowns. Um, so if you need to take a shot, and if you want to play the game, and you have Mike Thomas, and you want to see if he's gonna play or not, pick up Traycon Smith. You should be able to pick him up. And if you pick him up and Mike Thomas can't play, you just plug him in. Yep. And that's it for our Sun Saturday show. Um, have a good week two. We'll be back next week with our waiver wire pickups and yeah man recap of and week recap two. yep it's gonna be a great one thank you guys for listening don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast apps and we will see you guys next week all right guys see you guys next week enjoy week two you know where to find us on instagram gt sports ff you know where to find me on instagram gt sports ff underscore ld and you know where to find travis gt sorry TMX, TMF underscore XI. All right. And that's it for the show, guys. Enjoy your week and, and see you guys soon.